Hey friend, and welcome back to the Alex Makes VR podcast. In today's episode, I was meant to be sharing a very fascinating conversation that I had with a pretty legendary person this week, but I'm a bit backlogged with the post-production on that one, so hopefully that'll be released next week. So I'm improving as usual, guys, and I thought I would just talk a little bit about some of the latest VR news that's come out recently and what I'm kind of thinking around what's kind of happening because it feels like there's a bit of a swell happening in terms of the excitement for VR again. There's been some pretty interesting revelations, some pretty interesting announcements that make me think that another wave of interest in VR is coming. And that might sound strange because you know, realistically, we've had a new wave of interest since the Quest 2 was launched, really. I mean, headset sales have never been higher. We've got more people pouring into the kind of gaming ecosystem. There's more adoption than ever with enterprise. But still, from a creator point of view, and especially post-pandemic, I'm still not seeing the same kind of appetite for location-based um you know, VR events. I'm not seeing as much networking. I'm not seeing as much community type meetups or even just like online gatherings. I'm not seeing as much excitement on the creator side of VR as I have done historically. And that might just be because we're still getting on our feet after this kind of whirlwind that has been the last couple of years and these discovering these new social norms. But I'm also wondering whether it's because there's just the general lull in terms of anything that's not gaming or um, enterprise with VR. And I'm wondering if we're gearing up for another run as VR creators. And that would be really exciting because I imagine that if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably someone that has, you know, creative bones that you're flexing and, and can't wait to kind of like get get into like some meaty projects and you've been waiting for another wave of VR interest and funding and excitement and press to kind of maybe jump in. So yeah, what I'm seeing is interesting. I mean, we had the Canon announcement that they're releasing a uh, 180, um, you know, essentially a stereoscopic dual fisheye lens for one of their newest camera bodies. And that's interesting because we haven't seen any of the major 360 camera companies make a play recently. You know, it's all been a bit quiet on the Insta360 and the KuCam and um, the... Um, Rico Theta. It's kind of, it's all been a little bit quiet recently in terms of manufacturing um, new cameras. So it's very interesting to see Canon, a giant who hasn't really had any skin in the game with VR, kind of come out with, you know, such an obvious um, product for the VR industry. And potentially that could be more of a nod towards you know, the momentum in virtual production. But I just think it's definitely something to keep an eye out, um, you know, about. Because could this signal that we're going to see a renewed interest in VR 180 or potentially even just photorealistic um, stereoscopic content uh, in the VR world? I'm, I'm not sure. There's, there's lots of interesting kind of connotations with all of that. Um, the second thing was was the announcement of the Vive Flow, which 
Again, I'm not sure if any of you have seen that yet, but it looks like a giant pair of bug eyes. Um, And what's interesting about this move from HTC is HTC have always historically been a very upmarket, very high-end, tethered VR headset setup. Their Vive Pro was focused on enterprise. You know, it consisted of like eye tracking technology and like very, very um, high fidelity and high quality tethered VR. So this kind of sidestep into a very consumer friendly, low cost, um, limited, I would say, headset, although it is a sixed off headset, it's, it's still, you know, it's not really aimed at gamers. I mean, they're literally describing them as immersive glasses, which tells you that they're not really aiming this at the VR industry. They're aiming it outside. They're aiming, they're kind of um, marketing it as a wellness and mindfulness kind of product, the perfect way to kind of escape life and kind of have that perfect meditational or little little kind of fun little games, like nothing kind of hardcore. And that to me is fascinating because that tells me that they have um, a pulse on on something that's happening with the kind of the wider appetite for VR that maybe we're not aware of. Now, I could be barking at the wrong tree there. This could purely be a play into enterprise, but with a, a kind of cheaper headset. So instead of having to invest in the the Vive um, setup with the, you know, the sensors that go around the room and you need a big high powered PC, you know, if they're seeing a lot of appetite from um, enterprise clients to want just nice, simple mindfulness experiences, if that's what a lot of uh, enterprise clients are, are, look at, are looking for, then maybe that's the move that they're making here. Maybe this headset is just purely meant to be a cheaper kind of entry point to VR for companies. But I don't know. It seems to me that they're trying to come at the consumer market in a slightly different way to Oculus. Like Oculus is very obviously going after the gaming market. Oculus is very obviously going after the kind of remote working um, kind of market. So I think it's interesting that HTC are going in on the, the mindfulness angle. But yeah, keep your eyes out for the Vive Flow immersive glasses. will be really interesting to see what the uptake on those um, are. And then thirdly... This one's not necessarily VR related, but um, it's kind of been leaked that Facebook are going to be announcing that they're changing their name um, at Oculus Connect 8 this 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 week, this coming week anyway, if you're listening to this when this episode is released. 28th of October 2021 is the day that the Oculus Connect conference kicks off, where we'll probably hear the latest in, in terms of updates to the current hardware. Maybe we'll see, are we going to see a Quest Pro? Are we going to see a Quest 3? Are we going to see any updates to the other models of Oculus that have since kind of petered out in terms of interest like the rift or or you know obviously they discontinued the go are we going to see something to come out and compete with the vive flow today it's going to be really interesting but what we do know is that it's been leaked that they're going to change their name to fit more in line with their um their want to become uh, a metaverse company so this idea of facebook being the brand attached to you know, the web 2.0 social media company that, um, you know, has been (laughs) in a fair bit of trouble in recent years. 
interesting move that they're going to be changing their name and their branding and really pushing hard to be the leaders of the metaverse web 3.0 movement that's going to be really interesting to see well firstly what they're going to call themselves is it going to be more aligned with the stuff that they're doing at facebook reality labs aka with oculus and and the ray-ban stories and the project aria ar glasses like it's going to be really interesting to see the development of all that um, and on that subject, actually, I started, you know, I like to keep a kind of pulse on, on everything that's happening in the general immersive world. I've been listening to a couple of really good podcasts, which I would highly recommend. Since you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a fan of getting your information via podcast. Would highly recommend Boz to the Future, which is a podcast series with CTO of Facebook, Andrew Bosworth, who essentially believe he was like the VP of Oculus uh, for a long time before he recently stepped up to um, to head the whole of, um, you know, chief technical officer. Is that what that stands for? I'm fairly certain that's what that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> be embarrassed if it wasn't but yeah before he's kind of stepped up to that role um he was heavily heavily in uh in the oculus side of things so um his podcast boz to the future really interesting host of conversations and it's a lot about kind of like challenging the big picture questions that face them facebook and also us the consumers of their products um as we move and, and as they transition into a metaverse company so Boz to the Future, really, really great podcast. And then the other one is um, a podcast called Metaverse Marketing with Kathy Hackle. You might remember I did an interview with um, Kathy Hackle's co-author recently to discuss their latest, um, their newest book, which is all about the augmented workforce. Kathy is, she's someone that I've kind of been like familiar with for years now we were actually in the same facebook group women in vr and ar since like 2015 or something when it was just a tiny little group and now it's well over i think it's like 11,000 people in that group now but um she's been a really interesting person to follow her career has been really really interesting everything from you know uh, working at Magic Leap, like all the way through to now being considered someone very, very at the forefront of the metaverse, thinking about it from a, from again, a big picture philosophical, helping brands understand it point of view. And her podcast with Adweek, Metaverse Marketing, again, a really interesting insight into all the different aspects that are going to play a role in this future metaverse. And you might remember like a few weeks or maybe months at this point ago, I did an episode about the metaverse. When we first started hearing all of this buzz around the term metaverse, um, I was still trying to kind of understand it. I was still at a point where I wasn't really sure what it meant. I definitely didn't know really what it meant for VR. I hadn't fully grasped that at that point. But now I'm really starting to get an understanding about how all of our technologies are going to intersect in the future. VR is absolutely going to play a huge role in the metaverse, but it's so much bigger than that. And if you can really start to understand that, if you can go and educate yourself and listen to these podcasts and, you know, like join in the conversations and, and start conversations with people on, on Instagram, DM and Twitter and Facebook groups and LinkedIn and all these different places, if you can really start to kind of like put the hours into learning about the metaverse and what that means for you and your business. I tell you what, my friend, you are going to be in so much of a better position than 99.9% of people, you know, coming into these next few years. I remember in 2000 and 
2012, I think, I was reading a book by Gary Vaynerchuk called Jab, Jab, Right Hook. And it was all about the importance of social media and how social media was going to be the most important um, kind of cultural shift ever and that everyone should be on social media and he he even set out the plan on how you should do it and I remember reading it and thinking oh that's a really interesting idea maybe I should look into that a bit further and I kind of didn't I never went back to it I just kind of like carried on my life and carried on taking on different contracts and and now I look back and think, oh my God, imagine if I'd like gone all in when he had said, when he had literally written out the game plan on how to do it and lit- literally wrote out like the words like, you know, this will be the biggest shift in culture that we've ever seen since the internet itself. And now those same people, Gary Vaynerchuk included, are saying the same thing about the metaverse. They're saying that this will be the biggest shift in cultural history ever, ever. And you're a part of it, my friend. You're a part of it. And if you spend this time now educating yourself and staying in it, this is when it's going to get juicy. This is when it's going to get interesting. And like I say, VR is just one aspect of the metaverse. So you're going to hear me talk a lot about much more than VR in this podcast from here on out, as you, I'm sure you've already kind of cottoned on to because I've already started talking a lot more about things like NFTs and Web 3.0 and cryptocurrency and all the different things. But we're really going to dive deep on a lot of different subjects because I believe that you and I, my friend, have got a once in a lifetime opportunity to be in on this next huge cultural shift. So I didn't mean that to turn into a bit of a passionate rant, but it did. So hey ho, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, that's it. Th- those are my kind of three big news things that I've been seeing recently: the Canon 180 lens, the Vive Flow headset, and then Facebook uh, supposedly announcing a new name this week. So we're gonna see. Stay, f- stay in it my friends, stay up to date. I mean, I literally have a Google alert set up for metaverse and for virtual reality and VR. And I get, you know, uh, newsletters every week that kind of keep me informed and keep me up to date with this industry, because that's what it takes to kind of stay on top of things. And hopefully I can funnel that information down to you in this podcast. But it's always best to get out there and just kind of stay ahead of the curve. um, Because I promise you, you will be heavily, heavily rewarded for it down the line. Anyway, that's it for for this week, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to these rambles. Um, I hope that you have the best day wherever you are in the world. And hopefully next week, I'm going to be bringing to you a really exciting interview that I did with... I'm I'm not going to spoil it. If you follow me on Twitter, you already know who it is. But um, yeah, really excited to bring you that interview next week. Until then, have a good one. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye for now.